Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Hi, good evening. Welcome to another edition of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chooks Ogoye. I am sharing uh, episode number 143. Uh, on, on this series of teachings on the goodness of God. And tonight, uh, we are continuing on a thought we started, uh, I think, six days ago, last week, Monday. And we are sharing on uh, the goodness of God and weariness. So tonight is the sixth installment. Uh, let me tell you my specific uh, contemplation title for tonight. The goodness of God empowers us to deal with weariness when we least need it. <laughs> There's a time when we don't need weariness. There's a season that you cannot afford to mess with weariness. And, and, and this is what we want to learn, how to deal with that season. Because weariness will cost you. If you become weary in the midst of that kind of season, the enemy takes advantage and the enemy deals with you. Let, let, let's talk about that season a little bit. Look at the Bible in, in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24 Verse number 10. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. My Bible reads, it says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. <laughs> There's a day of adversity, but on that day, you cannot faint. Weariness is not allowed. On that day, that particular day, Weariness is not allowed. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And if your strength is small, your predator will chow you for lunch. So, so there is that day that you cannot afford to faint. <laughs> let, let me tell you more about that day. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. It says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. There is an evil day. <laughs> the Bible talks about an evil day. And it says, having done all, there are a number of things that you need to do to stand on that day. All, not some, not 50%, not 30%, not 80%, having done all to stand. The reason why we fail many times on the evil day, on the day of adversity we cave in, is because we don't know all the things we need to know to stand. Every believer needs to know all the things you need to know to stand. Because if you know all you need to know, <laughs> you will stand. And if you stand, you will win. You will defeat the enemy. You will defeat the devil. You will back him down. You will back him off every time. Remember, remember, the covenant that we have with God is the covenant of everlasting victory. Now, thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph always, always. 
So God wants us to win in every encounter, in every situation. But you need to know some things. You need to know everything that you need to know to stand. That's why he said, having done all to stand. There are things you need to do. Having done all to stand. Stand, therefore. That evil day is a very, is a very, um, um, uh, how, how can I put it? It's a day that every believer has to face it at one day or the other. Look at the Bible in, in 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Look at what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the evil day is the day he finds you. <laughs> but that he found you doesn't mean he has to devour you. Hallelujah. He, that he found you doesn't mean he has to devour you. But a day, that evil day is the day that he finds you. And when he finds you, <laughs> may you know what you need to know to resist him, to stand him and back him off so that he doesn't devour you. The Bible says he came to steal, to kill and to destroy. So, so when he is seeking whom he may devour, he wants to chow chow your destiny chow the, the the purpose of god for your life that devil is a liar listen when you understand what i'm about to say tonight you know that on such a day when he finds you you will not be weary <laughs> on such a day that he finds you will not be weary you know there was this story where the enemies of king david found him and they found him on a day that he was weary and they almost killed him they almost killed him if not that the mercy of God prevailed and, and some of his men came to his rescue and fought for him, they would have killed him. You don't want the devil to meet you on a day like that where, and you are weary. He will finish you. So, so there is a day that you, you, you can't afford to be weary. That's the day that we are preparing for. That's the day that I'm equipping you today with wisdom from God's word, from, with revelation from God's word, so you know how to stand when that day comes uh, and all hell breaks loose. And it looks like every demon in hell has your address. Or when that day arrives, you need to know what to do. You cannot afford to uh, uh, be weak, be weary. <laughs> You know, you know, they, Job faced such a day. Job faced such a day. And, and the Bible said, you know, on that one, uh, in one day, Job lost all his children. In one day, Job lost his businesses. In one day. So much happened to him in one day. But Job says, I will not curse God. <laughs> I will not curse God. I believe that God is good to me. I will not curse God. And guess what? Job survived that evil day. And then he came again, and this time around, he became sick. But the first time, Job survived it because he said, I will not curse God. In other words, I am not going to, I am not going to say that God is not good. I'm going to see the goodness of God, and I'm going to remain committed to the goodness of God. And guess what? Job prevailed in that evil day. He prevailed in that evil day. Yeah, and, and when we read the story of Job, we find, you know, 
he, he, he had his moments. He had his moments when his friends who did not understand you know, what, what, what was going on began to open their mouth and talk and began to open their mouth and talk. He began to get to Job. But you know what? Job ended up repenting and looking back at God and God delivered him from all that he went through. And the Bible said that God turned Job's captivity and, and blessed him with, with far more than was stolen from him. Hallelujah. You know, you know this, this evil day we, we're talking about, <laughs> the Bible says, it says in, in, in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. Let's go there. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. Every believer must prepare, <laughs> must know what to do uh, to survive that day. Yes, yes, yes. You must know what to do to survive that day. Look at what he says in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. He says, if you have run with footmen and they have wearied you, if you have run with footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, they wearied you, then how will you do in the floodplain of the Jordan? In, in, in other words, <laughs> you can't allow whatever the enemy is throwing at you right now to weary you. Why? Because there are, there are bigger things in front that you need to deal with. <laughs> That's why you got to have the strength to deal with what needs to be dealt with today and survive it because it prepares you for tomorrow. Listen, a lion came after David. If David was weary on the day that that lion came after him, do you know that David would not have been able to, <laughs> to defeat the lion? The lion would have eaten David. But because David did not give in to weariness in the face of the lion, he dealt with the lion and overcame the lion. Then the bear came. The, the same thing happened. He had the strength. He was not weary. And he faced the, deer, uh, the bear sorry, and dealt with the bear and overcame the bear. Then Goliath came. <laughs> he dealt with Goliath and overcame Goliath. Can you see? Every evil day that faced David, he matched the evil day <laughs> with, with what is required and got the victory. What, how did he defeat the lion? How did he defeat the bear? How did he defeat Goliath? Look at what he said. When he was facing Goliath, he said that God who delivered me from the lion, meaning that he drew that strength that he required to deal with the lion, he drew it from God. He drew that strength he required to defeat the bear, he drew it from God. The strength that he needed to face Goliath, he drew it from, in other words, he had faith in the goodness of God. Because for him to be able to draw strength from God, he believed in God. He trusted in him. Be, he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder. So, so he believed that there's goodness in God and he drew that goodness out of God and defeated the lion. He believed when the bear came that there was goodness in God and God was going to fight for him and God was going to give him victory. And because he believed in that goodness, guess what? He drew strength from God and he defeated the, the bear. The same thing, he drew strength from God, he defeated Goliath. So, so, the goodness of God, faith in the goodness of God, 
is what, how you draw the strength that require that you require in the day of adversity, in the day, in the evil day, in the day that the enemy comes against you, comes against your finances, comes against your health, comes against your marriage, and all so many things happening at the same time, and you and you almost feel overwhelmed, you almost feel weary. You cannot afford to be weary. That's why. Your faith in the goodness of God has to be solid. Your faith in the goodness of God has to be grounded and established. That's what helps you to scale through in the evil day. <laughs> let, let, let me show you something. I, I told you, every believer, every believer will face the, what I'm teaching tonight. You will face the evil day, one day or the other. And when it comes, you cannot afford to give in to weariness. You can't, you can't. You can't. Look at, look at what happened to uh, uh, the man of God, Moses. Psalm 106. Psalm 106. On a day <laughs> that, like we are talking about, Moses faced an evil day. Psalm 106, verse 32. The Bible says, on that day, <laughs> they angered him also at the waters of strife, so that he went ill with Moses on account of them. So what happened in this day? The people were thirsty. The people were so thirsty that they began to, to give in to the pressure of the enemy to complain and to grumble and to murmur. I said it in a previous edition. One of the things that you must guard against when pressure, when pressure and you're getting weary, is to watch your mouth. Watch what you're saying. Watch your mouth. The people grumbled. The people complained. And guess what? They took it out on Moses. And, 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 and this put pressure on Moses that Moses rebelled against the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says in verse 33. Because they rebelled against the Holy Spirit. That he spoke rashly with his lips. So something happened there. When they put pressure on Moses, the, the Bible said in, 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 in Numbers chapter 20, verse 12 to 13, the instruction was to Moses to speak to the rock. That was the instruction. Speak to the rock. And the rock was going to bring forth water. Because he struck the rock initially, this second time, the Bible said, God said to him, speak to the rock. And now there's pressure on Moses. And Moses forgot about the goodness of God. <laughs> Moses lost sight of the goodness of God. And Moses got angry and struck the rock. That was an evil day. They put pressure on Moses and Moses did not, did not act right. And guess what happened? It cost him the promised land. It cost him the promised land. Look at, look at Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. Numbers 20, verse 12. And the Lord, then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. Because you did not believe me. Can you see that? Because you did not believe me. To hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given to them, which I have given them. 
This was the water of Meribah because the children of Israel contended with the Lord and he was not hallowed among them. Can you see? He was not hallowed among them. He was not honored because they didn't see him as a good God. They didn't see the goodness of God. Because when we see the goodness of God, our heart responds in worship. Our hearts responds in submission. When our hearts responds in, in rebellion, in dishonor, it's because we didn't see the goodness of God. Moses didn't see it. The people didn't see it. And the people, you know, put pressure on Moses. And Moses sinned. And Moses, you know, did the wrong thing. And it cost him. The, this was a day for Moses not to be weary. This was a day for Moses not to be weary. But Moses got weary and did the wrong thing and lost and lost out on going into the promised land. This is so, so critical. I, 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 I pray on that evil day. I pray when the, when, the, when the enemy that walks around like a roaring lion remembers you <laughs> and finds you that you will Remember this message today. To lock in on the goodness of God and refuse and refuse and refuse to give in to weariness. Because weariness will make you do rash things. Weariness will make you do the wrong things. Weariness will make you speak, you know, wrongly from your mouth. How, how many times have we been under pressure? Pressure, you know, bills that are not paid, things that are, need to be sorted out. That pressure makes you you know, lose your cool. That pressure makes you open your mouth and start talking. And the reason why that pressure is producing is because you lost sight of the goodness of God. But if you remember the goodness of God, I've been here before, <laughs> and God helped me. I've been here before, and he supplied. I've been here before, and he made a way. Guess what? He will do it again. When you remember the goodness of God, and, and recount the goodness of God. That's what David did. David said, when the lion came, God came through for me. When the bear came, God came through for me. See, David kept on recalling and recounting the goodness of God. And guess what? He was able to defeat Goliath. Don't let, don't let the adversity in the evil day cause you to doubt what God had done in your life. Or to discountenance. The miracles you have seen before. You have seen this breakthrough before. You have seen this provision before. You have seen this miracle before. You have seen God come through before. Don't let the pressure on your mind cause you to lose track. To, you know, to start grumbling. To start complaining. To start panicking. No! Panic will open you up to be child by the devil. Yes! Panic will open you up because... The Bible says that he's seeking whom he may devour. Fear makes you a prey. Let me say that again. Fear makes you a prey to the enemy. This is why the Bible says, do not be anxious about anything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Do not be anxious about anything. Anxiety will bring weariness. Weariness will bring dysfunction. Weariness will bring the wrong response. In that situation, there are seasons when you can't afford to give in to your flesh, to give in to weariness, to give in to tiredness. No! This is the time where 
you recount the goodness of God. You recount what you have seen in the past. That's how David made it. <laughs> David recounted. This is an evil day. I know. This is a dangerous day. I know. But I have seen the goodness of God. <laughs> and I'm going to see it once again. I'm going to see it once again. I don't know who you are. But you are facing tremendous pressure right now. Would you lift your hands to the Lord and say, Father, I surrender to you. I'm going to see your goodness once again. I'm going to see your goodness once again. I'm going to see your miracles, your miracle of deliverance, your miracle of protection, your miracle of provision. I'm going to see that miracle once again. I'm going to see you make a way where there seemed to be no way. I've seen you do it before. I see it again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for making a way where there seemed to be no way. I give you praise. I give you praise. Somebody just pray. The, you are not going to fall as a prey to the enemy. No, 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 no. You are not. You are not. You are, you are learning the things of God. You are learning the word of God. Hallelujah. Okay. Let, let, let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. Uh, my, my time is going. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. I read at verse 31. Luke 22 verse 31. The Bible says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. So Satan requested, let me deal with Peter. <laughs> let me sift him as wheat. In other words, <laughs> let me shake him. Let me shake him. You know, you know when, when the evil day arrives, all that the enemy wants is to shake you. Shake you so that you'll be weary. So you can say the wrong things. So you can do the wrong things. So that you can have the wrong attitude. And, and, and then he will have his way. But the Bible says, verse 32, But I have prayed for you. But I have prayed for you. That your faith should not fail. <laughs> I have prayed for you. That your faith in the goodness of God will not fail. When your faith in the goodness of God fails, that is when weariness captures you. Your faith in the goodness of God will not fail. And Jesus said to him, And when you have returned to me, when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Not if. Because I have prayed for you. I don't know who you are, but I pray for you tonight. I pray that your heart will hold up in the midst of the pressure. Your heart will hold up and your face will We'll, we'll lock in on the face of the Lord. You are not going to see the storm. You are going to stay connected to the flow of miracles, to the flow of provision. Or oh, somebody open your mouth and begin to thank God for deliverance. I don't know what it, it is that you are dealing with in this season, but thank God for provision. Thank God for deliverance. Thank God for healing. I refuse to give in. I refuse to give up on the day of adversity. I refuse. I see the help of God. I see the help of God. I see God is good to me. I see his help. I see his provision. I see his deliverance. I see his protection. I see his help. I see him making a way where there seems to be no way. That's what you do. 
instead of allowing the enemy to weigh down on you, that's when you need to stir up joy. The Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So when the pressure is on, that's when you switch to the joy channel. That's when you switch to the joy channel. And how do you stir up joy? You begin to recount the goodness of God in the time past. You begin to recount the goodness of God. In, that's what stirs up joy. You begin to remember the things that God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what the Lord has done. That's what you do in the evil day. You begin to count your blessings. You begin to count victories. You begin to count testimonies. You begin to count what the Lord has done. You begin to declare with your mouth. The joy of the Lord becomes renewed strength for you. And in the day of adversity, your strength will not be small. Hallelujah. Your strength will not be small. Why? Because your strength is boosted with joy. Your strength is boosted with joy. That's when you recount the goodness of God and boost your strength with joy. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. So instead of you becoming weary and becoming tired and becoming grumpy, no, rejoice. God, I have seen your provision. God, I've seen you make a way. God, I've seen your supply. God, I've seen your deliverance. God, oh, I praise you. You begin to rejoice. Wake up in the middle of the night. Instead of crying, start rejoicing. That's how you renew your strength. That's how you beef up your strength so that your strength is not small. But your, the Bible says, if your strength fails you in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So refuse to have small strength. And the only way to have, refuse to have small strength is to have joy. You have joy by recounting the goodness of the Lord. I want to close tonight. There is deliverance that God has for you. His goodness has already made a way. Even though it may seem like there is no way. We serve a God that opens a, a highway in the Red Sea. So he's already made a way. See, all the time that the people of God were crying before the Red Sea, there was already a path in the Red Sea. There was a highway there, but they couldn't see it. And it took Moses to believe in the goodness of God and step forward in obedience to instructions from heaven. And bam! The Red Sea parted. Hallelujah. The Red Sea parted. And the people, the, the highway that was there became unveiled, became revealed. Can I tell you something? God has already made a way. While Abraham was being tested regarding his obedience, whether he was going to kill his son as, as an object of sacrifice, God had already provided a ram caught in a ticket on the side of the mountain. The provision was already there. I'm saying to you, the provision is already there. So you just need to pass the evil day. Don't, don't you see, Abraham passed. <laughs> He obeyed God to, to sacrifice his son. And he passed. And then God showed him, I got an animal already for the sacrifice. I got an animal already for the sacrifice. So, so the provision is already there. The deliverance is already there. In the evil day, they threw Daniel into a lion's den. But deliverance was already there. I'm saying to you, <laughs> Help has already been sent. Deliverance has already been, been wrought for, for you by God. The hand of God has already made a way where there seemed to be no way. 
All you need to do is start rejoicing by faith. Start rejoicing in the goodness of God by faith, in the provision of God by faith, in the deliverance of God by faith, in the healing of God by faith, in the, pre or in the preservation of God by faith. Start rejoicing. The provision has already been made. Can we, can we close tonight as we pray? Father God, we say thank you. Thank you for provision. Hey, thank you for making a way. Thank you, Lord, for deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We recount your previous goodness. We recount your previous miracles. We recount the way that you have made where there seems to be. We recount it. And we declare in the name of Jesus, we are grateful. We, we renew our strength tonight. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we, we declare tonight, we've got your joy. We've got your joy. And our strength is renewed. Our strength is refreshed. We are not weak. We are not weary in the day of adversity. No, no, no. We are strong. We thank you, Father. We thank you. I pray for somebody tonight. Under the sound of my voice, who is believing for a miracle? Who is believing for a turnaround? Who is believing for literally a miracle? Lord, let that miracle come through for them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. I hope I, hope I helped you. I hope you got the message for tonight. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.